Welcome, everyone, to the Strategies for Cord Cutting project. Um, before we get started, I will be giving out the opening CEU code, and it is 46939. Again, it's 46939. And it's all yours, Kim. Thank you very much. All right, I'm Kim Charlson, and I'm the moderator this afternoon for the audio description project session on marketing um, and streaming services. And what are you going to be doing? So um, I have four knowledgeable people today on this panel who are going to talk about different aspects of um, the the question about cord cutting and streaming services. So I'm just going to run through who's with us today, and then we'll um, we'll go in order of presentations. So we've got with us today Fred Brack, who is the webmaster for the audio description project, and he's from Raleigh, North Carolina. We have Judy Dixon, who is. Um, an avid consumer of audio description and in her professional life is the consumer relations officer for the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. We have Timothy from Miami, Florida, and I just call Timothy the guy who knows everything about audio description. He's amazing. So he's got technical expertise that's incredible. And he always has the answers when I don't know. So he's a good resource. And we have Carl Richardson, who is my fellow co-chair of the Audio Description Project for ACB. So um, they all have interesting, informative things to tell us about cord cutting, things to consider, what they've tried. And we'll make sure we save some time for questions as well. So I'm going to go back and we're going to start out today um, hearing a little bit from Fred on his thoughts about cord cutting. Thanks, Fred. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Just uh, give me the, the thumbs up, so to speak, that you can hear me. Absolutely. You sound great. All right. First thing I would like, to, my role is to introduce what we're going to talk about today. First thing I'm going to tell you is what we are not doing today. We are not here telling you to cut the cord. That is not our mission. That's not our decision. It's not our recommendation. What we're here to do is give you cord cutting options that support audio description if you decide you want to cut the cord or if you're looking at the possibility. So that's what we're going to talk about. Not telling you to do it, giving you some how to do it if you choose to do it. So first place, what does cord cutting mean? It means for somebody who is currently receiving a television signal, not internet, but a TV service delivered by cable or satellite for a monthly fee, and you want to stop paying that fee. So you're cutting off the cable, you're cutting off the cable that comes from the satellite, if you will, and that's why it's called cord cutting. Why would you stop that? Money, money, money. The reality of life is that cable and satellite providers are raising their costs each year, not lowering them. The costs are going up and up as the costs for content increases and the competition increases. And therefore, you're paying more and more money. You've also got streaming services that are competing for your dollars. The Netflixes and the Hulus of the world that would like you to sign up for their services. And that is drawing money away from your disposable income. So how are you going to balance this? 
Now, some of those streaming services that you can pay a monthly fee for are offering some of the same networks that you're getting from your satellite or uh, cable service, but others aren't. So there are some problems. Let's face them up front. Many options do not provide audio description. So there's lots of ways to cut the cable and get local TV, but many of them don't supply audio description. And we're assuming this audience has that as a requirement. If you cut the cable, you will lose cable-only networks like CNN or USA and your sports packages. And if you live in a rural area, you may not be able to receive local stations at all over an antenna. So the first thing you must do if you want to think about this is make some fundamental decisions. What is important to you? I call it establishing your minimum requirements. Do you need a DVR? And if you do, is it a whole house DVR or just for one TV? How many shows might you want to record at once? DVRs are real fussy. The first ones only did one, and then you had two, and you generally have to pay extra if you want three or four to be able to be recorded simultaneously. Are there mandatory cable networks like CNN or weather uh, network that you must have? Do you need sports packages? That has nothing to do with audio description, but it has to do with what's available if you cut the cable. How many TVs or devices might you might you want to use simultaneously? Because many of these services limit the number of feeds you can have at once. And do you or your partner want 4K video? That's still fairly new and more expensive to supply. Does your solution support it? And how much are you willing to pay per month to replace your cable service? Let's talk about local TV stations because that's really what it's all about. Initially, do you want the underlying networks or the local station feeds? If your provider says, I can get you Fox and CBS, but I can't get you ABC and NBC, and there'll be the network feeds, not your local stations, is that okay to you? Or do you want whatever you would get locally? Are you within 50 to 75 miles of television station transmitters? Because if you're not, it's going to be tough to pick up those stations without a cable or satellite service. Do you have an outsider and an attic antenna? Do you have nearby station transmitters within that 50 to 75 mile range that can you can make do with a window antenna? These are about eight inches by eight inches and you put them in a window and run a cable to your TV. So to finish up and to get us going today, we're going to talk about four possible solutions for you. Amazon Fire Recast, the Channels app and the HD Home Run Tuner package, YouTube TV, and using catch-up services and streaming offerings to supplement just a straight old local TV antenna. What will not work, as far as we know today, are popular services, Sling TV, which is really an excellent substitute for cable, in my opinion, if you don't need an audio description, but we have no proof that they support description. Hulu plus live TV. Now, that's the plus live TV I'm talking about there. Hulu supports some audio description, but their live TV add-on does not. AT&T TV, which is the replacement for direct TV, does not, as far as we know, support audio description. And neither will NBC Peacock, which becomes available next Wednesday nationwide. And with that, I'll pass it back to Kim. We'll probably pass it back to me for the first presentation. Brad, just, just to let you know that on Monday night on the media panel that Tom Lukowski said that Peacock TV will, in the next couple of months, have audio description. They're just delayed because of the COVID-19 um, pandemic. 
But in the next few months, there will be lots of audio description as part of the Peacock Dreaming Service. Great. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. No, that's a, a good clarification, too, um, that that Tom Lukowski shared with us Monday evening on the, his industry report. So, all right. Fred, take it away on our on your um, area of expertise. Okay. And let me just mention that what I just said to you and what I'm about to say to you are all part of a page on the ADP website uh, called Cord Cutting with uh, Audio Description. And you can find a link to that on the streaming services page. And tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, I will add it back to the main page under the reference section. So you can go to that directly and you'll find all of this information. So I'm going to talk about the Amazon Fire Recast over-the-air DVR. What? That's kind of a mouthful. Let me take it apart. Amazon. This is an Amazon product, and to the best of my knowledge, can only be purchased through Amazon. Fire. Fire is a brand name that Amazon uses for a multitude of products which are somewhat related but not the same. Originally, they had the Fire tablet, then they had the Fire stick, then they had the Fire TV, and now they have the Fire recast unit. Recast, what does that mean? It means this unit will pick up a TV signal and recast it to any TV in your house that has a Fire stick. The Amazon Fire recast. And then they stick on over-the-air DVR because this box that you purchase has a DVR built in it, and it only picks up, it will only record things that are coming in over the air. Here's what this solution offers to you. A one-time fee for equipment, which depending on sale prices, how many TVs you want, how much storage you want on your DVR will cost somewhere between $200 and $400. But here's the key, no monthly fee. One-time payment, it could pay for itself in three months relative to what you're paying for today, for example. You get access to all local over-the-air stations via an antenna. You get a DVR, which supports 75 to 150 hours. You can view anything that is local or on your recordings anywhere in the world via an app on your iPhone or other device. So you get your same TV away as you do at home. And there are dozens of apps, more television networks, streaming services like network, Netflix, music, a browser, all integrated into one interface. And brand new this month, you can also have integrated into this interface Sling TV, which, as I said, as far as we know, doesn't support AD, but it may in the future, Hulu Plus Live ID, uh, live TV, rather, and that's the same comment, and YouTube TV, which Carl is going to discuss, which does support audio description. Uh, you get Alexa support via a Fire Stick or an in-room device. So if you're watching TV with this and you want to know what time it is or you want to set uh, an alarm or you want to do something you would normally do or ask with Alexa, you can do that. You also get a screen magnifier and voice view. So if you have low vision, we'll magnify the screen for you. And if you want to hear all of the options on the screen, you can turn voice view on and off. And finally, and this is the most important thing and why it's here, it has full support of audio description on each of the apps and on television. What don't you get with this? You do not get any access to non-broadcast networks like TBS or USA Network. You don't get any sports packages. 
And the DVR is only for broadcast networks. So you may have an app which will give you USA Network or CNN or something, but you can't record from that. So there are ways to get to some of the non-broadcast networks via apps, but it doesn't come directly. Here are the components you need for this solution. You need an antenna, either inside or outside. It can be one that exists today and you have access to, or you can buy one that fits in a window for 25, 35 bucks. You need the fire recast DVR. You need a fire stick or other fire product for each television you want supported. You want four TVs, you got to have four fire sticks or four fire TVs or fire products because that's how you communicate with the fire recast unit. And, of course, you need a Wi-Fi network. There's a picture on, on the website in the presentation. It shows a picture of the window antenna connected to the recast unit, which is about eight inches by eight inches by four inches tall. And then you have the two components of a fire stick which is the stick itself, which is about four inches long, and it goes plugs directly in or via cable to the HDMI port on your television, and then you have the remote for operating it. What are the connections? The fire recast connects to the antenna, not the television. So you can put it anywhere in the house. If you had a three-story house and you put you could put the antenna I'm sorry, you could put the firecast recast unit and the antenna on the third floor as long as it's within Wi-Fi range and you can have a TV in the basement. Each TV requires its own fire stick or fire device, as I've said before. And the fire remote talks to the fire stick, the thing that plugs into the HDMI port, via RF and the TV via RF or IR, and the stick talks to the recast via Wi-Fi. What did he say? Why did I say that? You can use the fire TV, the fire remote supports both radio frequency to talk to the television and it also supports IR, the traditional methods which your television remotes work by. So if it's sending a signal to turn your TV on, for instance, it will use the IR function and you point it at your TV and you, and you tell it through Alexa or press a button to turn the TV TV on and it works. But when you want to tell it to switch channels or turn on the DVR or load an app, you don't even have to be pointing the remote toward the television because it's going to talk to the stick via an RF or radio frequency and you don't have to have it uh, pointing at it. And the stick itself talks to the recast unit via Wi-Fi. Only other thing is you should know that if you have multiple TVs and you have apps that you loaded, you must load them to each one of the TV's fire sticks. Not a big deal. You don't pay extra for it. You just have to remember to do it. What are your limitations? You need to be within range of your local stations. Now, I'm going to say 75 miles nominally. Depends what your antenna is, what direction it's pointed, how high it is, etc. Only two TVs can have local stations on at once. This is important. If you have a family where you might want to have three different people watching local stations at the same time, this solution in its present iteration, will not work. Only two of them can have your local stations at once. You have two DVR options, two tuners with 75 hours of storage, or four tuners, meaning you could record four programs at once, and up to 150 hours of storage. The difference in price is only $50. I would recommend you bite the bullet, spend the extra $50, and buy the four-tuner unit just 
in case it comes along that you want to record three things one day and otherwise you can't. Let's talk about the Fire Stick remote. You turn it on and off with a button at the top left. Or, I'm sorry, turn the TV on and off uh, with the button at the top left. And in the top center, there's a button that opens Alexa for you. When your TV is on, you'll hear a bling sound and you just say what you want. You can ask what the time is. You can ask to show your uh, local stations. You can ask to look at your recordings. You can ask to record anything you want. That's how generally you're going to communicate with your fire recast unit. Volume and mute buttons are at the bottom. There's a raised ring with select at the center, up, down, and left and right, which is backwards and forwards, just below the Alexa button. And in between that and the volume button are two rows of three buttons each, back, home, and menu, and rewind, play, pause, and fast forward. For recording and playback, you're going to use the free channel guide by saying, pressing that little Alexa button and saying, show channel guide to select an upcoming show to record. Now, you can skip through your channels one station at a time. You can skip through the time periods one station at a period at a time. Or if you hit the big button, I'm sorry, if you hit the fast forward button, it'll skip to the next day. So you can whip through there, find something you want, choose it, and it will default to recording the series. But when it does this, you can also choose just to record that one program if you want. Or you can use Alexa and say something like record NCIS when you're ready to play Back a recording, you say show my recordings, and you um, use the arrow buttons to go through it, or you you select one to play back, or you say play NCIS or whatever. There's no skip commercial button per se, but what works very well for me is to press that Alexa button and say fast forward three minutes, or you can press the fast forward key to move 30 seconds. So a fast forward three minutes doesn't get you through. And that's, and it really happens very quickly. Then you just press that right side of the rim there and it was 30 seconds at a time and you just keep pressing it till it begins. If you've gone a little too far, press the left side of the rim and it takes you back 10 seconds at a time. How do you access audio description? Well, unfortunately, you cannot turn AD on and off by voice. And I put yet in question mark after that because Amazon understands this is a requirement. One of these days, hopefully, they'll implement it. You must select it via the menu button where you then select captioning and audio. And from there, your audio choices will be English and Spanish. That's another thing they know about. It'd be nice if it said audio description or Spanish slash A-E-A-D or something like that. Again, you'll get used to it. The choice will remain on until change, which could cost the loss of audio when English isn't simulcast. I go into that more on the website. So here's the last thing I have to say about this product. My advice to you is, if you're interested in it, buy a 4K Fire Stick, even if you don't need it. It's faster. It has more storage. You may regret later you didn't have the most modern device just because you tried to save a few bucks. Watch for sales. I didn't pay full price for any of these things, not for the recast, not for any of one of my three 4K fire sticks. They go on sale periodically. If you need an antenna, you can often buy the recast bundled with an antenna at a sale price. And finally, make sure that you have a good path between your router and your devices. I'm not going to tell you this is a perfect solution. There are some frustrations using it, but I gave up the cable almost a year ago. My wife and I managed with this pretty well. The last thing I say at the bottom of my page, which discusses this, are the pros and the cons. 
You can read the cons and see if any of them bother you enough to not consider this. But other than that, I'm going to pass it back to Kim. And but how many channels do you get side. with your antenna? I'm sorry? How many channels do you get with your antenna? Oh, something like 30. Okay. All right. Thank you, Fred. Very informative. Thanks so much. All right. So we're going to turn to Judy Dixon, who chose a different path on her journey for cord cutting. Um, Judy, thank you. Make sure you're unmuted. You are not. I think I am. There you are. I am (laughs) unmuted. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Uh, This solution is a a two-part, three-part. Oh, and now my doorbell's going to ring. Well, thank you. It's been quiet here all afternoon. It requires hardware and an app. And the hardware is, the, the whole thing is the HD Home Run, which is the hardware and the channels app. And the hardware, the HD Home Run, is by Silicon Dust. And it's available on Amazon. The hardware is a little box. This one is about four inches by three inches by one inch. And you can buy the hardware in a couple of different forms. You can buy the Duo, which lets you connect to two. You can have two devices in your house running at the same time on local channels. Or it you can buy a Quattro, which is what we have. I don't know why there's only two of us, but we can have four devices. I guess we might have company. And they actually have a six one now. now. And the, the two device one is $99. The three, the four is $149. And you can also get them with a hard drive built in for a reason that I'll tell you about in a minute. Um, we did not get that one. We have the Quattro with, without the hard drive. And the little box has um, power supply and then it connects to your router and to your antenna. We did. We had a um, local antenna for a while, the kind you put in the window, those little flat ones that look like a piece of paper. And we um, eventually got an external antenna, antenna, antenna on the roof. So that's what that's what we're using now, and it works very well. This this uh, you can also actually use this little box to connect to cable. But we're talking about cord cutting, so I won't go into that here. But you need something called a cable card from your cable provider. Um, The app is called Channels. And the website for Channels is getchannels.com. And right on their website, they say, and it works beautifully with voiceover. And they aren't kidding. It is, it is absolutely a 100% accessible app. And not only is it accessible, it's really, really easy to use. It is just amazing. So this app lets you stream, blind, stream live TV content. Um, and they have an app for... Apple for iOS. They have it for Apple TV, for Android, and for Fire TV. The Apple TV, it, the iOS app is free, and the all the others are twenty four ninety nine. No idea why that is, but um, I use the app on the iPhone a lot because I just love listening to Mister Ed at three in the morning. <laughs> it's uh, uh, a great. A great solution for that. 
there so the the whole solution this this box and the app is there's no monthly fee they do have a dvr service and if you get the dvr service that's eight dollars a month but that lets you record anything you want and you can listen to anything that you've recorded from anywhere in the world with the app that's they call that service channels plus it has it has ad so anytime that ad is available on a show you can go into the app the app the app has three tabs the iphone app has three tabs on now guide which shows you what's on for the next 24 hours on that channel and settings. And there's a ton of settings, a whole lot of them. I have no idea what they are, but to watch a TV show, all you do is select the channel in the on now tab and select the watch button. And you're there. You can even back it up um, a few seconds and you can set how much time you want to be able to back it up. It's, it's only a few seconds, but sometimes it helps. And if you want to see audio description, you just double tap on the audio button and select Spanish. Um, there are loads of features in the app, and it works really, really, really well with, with voiceover. just trying to think of anything else I want to tell you about it. Um, no, I think that's it, Kim. Thanks. Wow, that was straightforward. Well, <laughs> Sounds pretty, pretty easy. Oh, we have 71 channels. But um, we live within, we live in Arlington, Virginia, and we're close enough to get both the Baltimore and the Washington stations. So we do have a lot of duplicates in that 71 channels. All right. But nothing like CNN or Food Network. No, and actually CNN was the one thing that bothered me. I think one of the, Fred made this point and I'll make it again as well. I think when you're, when you're considering cord cutting and you've been using cable, one of the things you have to ask yourself is, you know, what do I like to listen to and, and how can I get that? And, you know, we never listened to any sports, so that, that part was easy for us. But I really like CNN. And when I discovered that the audio of CNN television is available on TuneIn, that, that made my decision very easy because I can listen to CNN whenever I want to. Great. Great. Thank you. All right, Timothy, you have another um, option to talk about. So um, we'll hear from you. Are you unmuted? I think yes, so. Yes, you are. There you are. Was Carl not going to talk about UTTV first and then? Carl, did you want to go next or did you want to follow Timothy? Carl's muted. I, I, I'd like to follow Timothy if that's okay. Okay. Are you good with that, Timothy? I'm fine with that, yes. Okay, thanks. So my uh, segment is on um, catch-up services. Now, first of all, what is a catch-up service? Well, a catch-up service is a on-demand service that allows you to watch a program a week or a day or a week or a month after it airs. So usually when you say you miss an episode of, I don't know, NCIS, for example, and you wanted to watch it the next day or a week after, uh, there are various services that allow you to watch these programs um, on-demand anytime you want to. Now, the question is, okay, how many of these services offer audio description? Now, if you are a consumer that does not require audio description, there are multitudes of services out there that let you do this, including Hulu and other um, services, but only a few of them offer audio description for various networks. Now, why would you want to watch 
a catch-up service instead of watching it live? There are, well, a few reasons, and I will talk about three. The first reason is that you don't watch local television at all. You are cord-cutting, and you decided, well, I don't want to watch local TV at all. I don't need an antenna, and I don't wish to watch local TV. So then your only option is to watch on-demand content. The next option, the next reason why you might want to watch the on-demand version with audio description is that your audio description feed was not passed through or there was an issue with the audio description and so you were unable to watch the program with audio description. The last reason why you would want to watch uh, on-demand with audio description is that maybe local content such as weather alerts or something um, interrupted the program with audio description or maybe national content like um, presidential speeches or something or national events that happened that interrupted the program and so you don't get to watch the rest of the program with audio description. So then what do you do? Well, I'm going to talk about the four networks that are required to pass through audio description on television and whether or not they have audio description on demand. So the Networks that are required to pass through audio description include ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC. The, so we're going to go through each of the networks and which services offer audio description on demand. The first we're going to talk about is ABC. ABC has an audio uh, on-demand service for catch-up called ABC, um, and you can go to the ABC website or use the ABC app on iOS, on Apple TV, etc. Um, they have offered audio description for well over five years on demand, and the ABC iOS app unfortunately requires the prefer audio description setting to be enabled in your iPad, iPod, or iPhone. Um, so there is no setting on the player itself when you're playing an episode with audio description, to turn on audio description. On a Mac, you have to turn on the play audio descriptions when available setting on your Mac system settings. There's no, on the website, on the ABC website, there's no way to enable audio description or switch to the track. Um, you can also watch ABC Live through either the app or the website. However, it does require you to log into a cable or satellite provider account in order to watch it live. But for us, as audio description consumers, that isn't useful for us anyway because the live feeds do not pass through audio description, even if your local affiliate does. Every The majority of the program that air with audio description on television are also available on demand with audio description. So that includes programs like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other programs like uh, Modern Family. Um, the next, should we pause or do I just keep on going? Mm. Um, go ahead and keep going. We'll try to, we'll take questions at the end, I think. Okay. Because um, I think it's good to have the whole story kind of pulled sure. together and then we'll take questions. So. Thank you. So CBS um, has started offering audio description on demand summer of 2019 or thereabouts. And the CBS app on iOS and Apple TV allow you to choose the audio description track in the player controls. So you have, if you launch a program with your on, on CBS, you can just go into the settings and choose 
the audio track of your choice. And in this case, we're choosing audio description. But other tracks they have is maybe Spanish dubbing or something like that. The CBS website also allows you to choose the audio description track uh, in the settings, but only for right now through the Google Chrome browser. If you're using another browser, the other the only options they allow you to choose is the uh, captioning track. Fox, on oh, also... Going back to CVS, they also have a live feed, but it also requires either an all-access account, which is the CVS's premium service that lets you watch a back catalog of content, as well as original content, or you have to use a cable or satellite provider sign-on um, to watch live uh, your local live channel. But again, the local live channel, even if they're passed through, does not pass through the audio description um, feed. So it doesn't really help us. But if you want to watch local news, for example, that would probably be uh, something you'd want to watch. Fox, uh, their FAQ or their help site says that um, descriptive audio is available for our broadcast TV, but it is currently not available for streaming on Fox Now or the Fox website. Unfortunately, and I checked just today to double-check, and I was not able to launch any programs with audio description. So as an audio description consumer, my suggestion is to email or contact Fox and express your interest in having audio description pass through when a program is available with it. Um, Fox also lets you watch, um, lets you watch live uh, programming but only during prime time, and it does not require a local sign-on. Um, NBC, unfortunately, also does not have audio description, but we'll talk a little bit more about that and how you can watch it with audio description in a second. Um, the web player right now has a audio subtitle menu to let you choose the audio language, but as of today, the only available language is main, which is just the main audio. And so, uh, according to Carl, that, um, what's that thing called? Peacock will have audio description in the next months, in the upcoming months. So hopefully that means that uh, the NBC website and NBC app will also have the same audio description feed, hopefully. Um, but um, the iOS app also does not carry through audio description um, the local station, if you want to watch like news or what have you, also gets passed through, but it requires a sign-in or a sign-on from your cable or satellite provider, and it does not pass through audio description. Um, and so those are the four networks, but also if you, if you are a Xfinity customer and you have access to either Xfinity X1 or Xfinity Stream, then you can also watch NBC and USA content on demand with audio description. However, if you are not a Xfinity customer and you don't have access to those two platforms, then you are unable to watch NBC on demand. Um, as far as programming after the fact, maybe if it gets released on Netflix or Hulu or what have you, maybe you can watch it with audio description then. Um, and the same thing with Fox. If it's released on Hulu, then hopefully, eventually, the audio description track will get passed through. Um, and that's all I have to say. Um, and I mean, Carl will continue to talk about I have else. a quick question for you. You mentioned yes. the four broadcast networks that currently pass through audio description over the air. There's one more broadcast network that also 
Carrie's audio description over the air, and that's PBS. Does PBS have a catch-up app that works? Yes and no. Yes, as in there is a PBS catch-up app, and it lets you watch content uh, that you've either missed or what have you. However, their audio description availability is close to none. I found maybe one or two programs that offer audio description, and that's about it. However, when you watch programs broadcasted audio description, there's quite a bit more. And so my suggestion is to also email or contact PBS and express your interest in having that audio description passed through. Good. Thank you, Carl, for spotlighting PBS, because that has been an area that the audio description steering committee has wanted to focus on a little bit, because it's, it's ironic that PBS was really the first to have audio description, and they've they've kind of gone the other direction now, and it's very hard to pinpoint what they're providing with description or get any kind of scheduling information. Fred has tried for the website. We've, we've tried to communicate, and it's been very challenging. So we're going to continue to work on that, but it's unfortunate that, that PBS has kind of taken a turn away from their commitment originally to audio description. All right, Carl, um, you're going to tell us about another way to access um, information um, outside of cable after cutting the cord. Um, And that would be YouTube and any other thoughts you might have. And then we'll take some questions after that. Okay. So I do a hybrid of things. I do the same system that Fred uses. I use the Amazon Recast DVR to get the -the over-the-air channels, and that allows me to get the five broadcast networks that pass through audio description. And the reason why I do that is because my TV's in the basement, but as Fred mentioned, the recast and the antenna can be elsewhere, and that's on the second floor. And I get about 50 channels, and it works fairly well. And I also travel a lot, so when I'm away, it's nice to be able to watch the Boston channels on my iPhone. So that's how I do the broadcast with audio description. Now, when I cut the cord... I did look into how to replace the multi-distribution channel services, meaning cable or satellite, through streaming. So I looked at things such as Sling TV, AT&T TV Now, Hulu Live TV, Fubo TV, Philo TV, which is named after the inventor of television, AT&T Watch TV. Now, while many of those carry... The other channels that are required to have AD audio description under the DVAA, such as History, Home Garden, TBS, USA, all these apps do not pass through the audio description. The only one I found that does was YouTube television, which has about 80 channels plus your local broadcast channels. And there's some pro, I mean, There's some serious cons, a couple of cons now that I will tell you about. But first of all, you can, if you watch the TV live, watch the channels live with audio description. It does pass through. Here's the problem. If you record those to the DVR, which goes to the cloud, I think what happens is Google or YouTube has one version of the show that they keep that everybody pulls down when they want to hit play. And it may, the ad may change on where you live locally or how long you waited to watch the show and all that stuff. So the audio description does not record to the cloud. You can only watch the channels live. The other thing that's happening is it was originally only $50 a month, which wasn't a bad deal for 80 channels. Now it's going up to $65 a month. 
what kind of defeats the purpose of what Fred and Judy and, and, and Timothy were saying, the purpose of cord cutting is to save money. And as cord cutting is happening more and more, all these channels that, that are losing licensing fees through the cable are going to start to increase how much they charge the streaming services to offer those same channels. So I think in the long run, these streaming services may not be that much cheaper. For instance, YouTube is up to $65. So while I have it now, I'm going to make the decision, because I do enjoy watching some of the channels live with audio description, I'm going to make the decision to cut it, because $65 a month, me personally, is a little high, plus I can't record the show. It is fairly accessible and usable. And like I said, all these other apps have these channels and somehow hit or miss in terms of accessibility, but they don't pass through the the audio description. And the reason why I wanted to bring up those apps is so that in the future, when we advocate for a refresh of the CVAA, we start to include things like streaming services because when the video the Communication Video Accessibility Act was passed 10 years ago. Streaming services wasn't really a thing, so we didn't think of that. So now we have to think of that. And even places like Comcast and Charter, they're all moving away from cable, and they will be providing Internet-only services, but they won't be required to pass through the audio description. So we're going to have to move forward. So for now, I do, do YouTube. But as I, but as I look, as I mentioned, I'm going to be cutting YouTube. So that's basically going to leave me with my Fire TV with the five broadcast channels I get with audio description. Then what? Well, in addition to cord cutting in the traditional sense, I am going to supplement it with streaming services. And I currently pay for four streaming services that all offer audio description. And there are many more streaming services that have audio description than the four I have. And you can go to the Audio Description Project website to, to look at that. But the four I currently have are Netflix, Amazon Prime, CBS All Access, and Disney Plus. And with those four services, I'm only paying $35 a month. And I get access to over, and I calculated it to the best of my ability, I get over 35,000 hours of audio description. So I am choosing to supplement the cord cutting with the Amazon Recast DVR with the use of um, on-demand streaming services. So the, but there are others. For those, if you want to watch a lot of TV programs, they are literally dozens and dozens of apps that offer TV programming with ads that are free, such as Pluto TV, Crackle TV, Dirt TV, Film Rise, and some of them are accessible and some of them are not, depending on what platform you watch them on. But there are literally dozen of streaming apps that do offer television content. For instance, on Pluto TV, I have a channel highlighted that does nothing but play James Bond movies 24 hours a day. Now, it's not audio described, but I'm able to watch it and access it. So though, but in, in terms of audio description, the only service streaming wise to offer audio description at this time is YouTube TV. And then you have the multitude of streaming services the paid streaming services such as Netflix, Disney, CBS All Access, um, and those, those uh, paid apps that have offered tons of audio description. All right. Um, any closing comments by the panelists before we open it up for questions? Yes, I'd like to ask for some clarification on a point that Fred made. Um, Fred, you mentioned that 
the recast has Netflix and Hulu and all this stuff, one still has to have an account and pay for those things separately, correct? Yes. Uh, most of the services, whether it's Apple TV or Fire Sticks or Roku or whatever, they come with some preloaded apps, the, what they consider the major ones, and you can download the others for free. So, yes, I was merely talking about the fact that you can uh, – There's a, the, the real point I was making was an integrated interface. And you you'd mentioned that you didn't go into in your presentation, Judy, but you and I have talked about this before, that the Channels app does a pretty good job of integrating the other um, – other apps into one interface. And that's what I was talking about with a Fire TV. Uh, and it's really a Fire TV stick thing more than it is a recast. The recast is the recast is integrated into what the Fire Stick offers and also integrated our access to Netflix, Apple TV, Disney, etc. So I also the have Channels a- app doesn't have <clears throat> the Channels app does not have Netflix and Hulu and things like that. I have all that stuff on my iPhone as well, but okay. they're sep- they're separate apps. So okay. I would I would I would Fred I would clarify the thing. You have to have a Fire device in order to have the recast. I have the Fire Player, which is about the size of an Apple TV player. And within the Fire, if you open up Amazon, there's a tab called Live TV, and that's where the Fire recast goes to. And then you also have the app. Much like you do on an Apple TV, there also. Yeah, and, and I apologize. I actually, you're absolutely right, Judy. I got it backwards. Amazon. The one nice thing about the Fire Stick is that is it has integrated all of these things in one interface. But to me, uh, a downside of the channel solution would be that Channels is an app like Netflix is an app like Prime Video. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I had a couple of comments also, Kim. Uh-huh. I, wanted to, I wanted to say for if any people are interested in more information about YouTube TV, at the very bottom of the streaming services page on the ADP website, we have a guide uh, put together from input that various people have given us about YouTube TV. So you can learn some more information there. The second thing I wanted to say was that it's very frustrating, but while there are apps for Almost any of the networks like Smithsonian or CNN or Weather or whatever, um, the, uh, the, the frustrating thing to me is many of them will not allow you to subscribe to them. They will say, tell us what, what um, paid cable service you're with and we will authorize you from through them. So, for instance... I do not understand why CNN wouldn't want to take $5 a month from me or whatever and give me access to a live CNN and stream. I think they probably will in the future, but right now, that's a frustration. And the last thing I want to say, Carl mentioned, if you want to use the Fire Recast unit, you must use it with a Fire product. You can't use it with Roku or Apple TV or whatever. In that regard, although it isn't directly related to our presentation, Roku which is the biggest selling media stick out there, does not support Prime Video. It does not support HBO Max. It does not support NBC Peacock. I, I believe that's a true statement. Um, and they are, for whatever reason, they are not integrated with these, the AD. I'm, I'm talking about supporting AD, not, not they don't support the apps. So 
be very careful if you're just going out and buying a stick to get started in this era. I would not advise you go the Roker route because there are a lot of AD services which are not supported that way. And the audio description website, just in case somebody isn't aware of that, is acb.org forward slash ADP for Audio Description Project. And there's a lot of information on that website. Um, it will keep you as well informed as we can manage. And Fred does a great job keeping it up to date and, and very current. So the other thing before we open it up for questions is just to say that all of you who are interested in audio description, there's also um, an email discussion list that the Audio Description Project hosts. And there's information about that on the ADP website as well. So you can kind of get into the discussion group where a lot of these issues are talked about and you can stay connected with even more information about audio description. Because I have a feeling some of you out there may be doing some experimenting and trying and testing a little bit. So please do stay in touch with us. If you discover something, you know, send a message to webmaster at ACB. Org. I think that's your address, Fred. Um, yes. <laughs> and um, that'll get to Fred if you have a piece of information that you want to share with him that you think others would be interested in knowing about if you discover something and we don't know about it yet. Like I, to- I'm sorry, Kim. The, mm-hmm. I, I said yes too fast. That was a different website for me. <laughs> it's fbrac at, oh, at ac.org. That's right. Okay. All right. Um can we open it up for some questions? Yes, we can. And if you're calling in on your phone using the keypad, raising your hand, it's star nine. If you're using the app on a smartphone or tablet, there will be a raise hand button on the screen. And if you are using a PC, it's alt Y. If you're using a Mac, it's options Y. And we're going to go to Bob. If you could please unmute yourself. All right. Yeah. Hi, Fred. This is Bob Warren. We've been, been in touch in the past about the Roku situation. And thank you for uh, bringing it up. It's very frustrating. My my issue is I have quite a investment in some of the other uh, channels that Roku supports, great courses and some other things. So I'm hopeful that they'll fix it. Uh, I sent in a question to the ACB question line since there have been some Amazon representatives there to try to see if there's any any hope that the port will include audio description. It may be out of Amazon's hands. It may be a Roku engineer situation. I've never fully understood which group or, or whether it's both groups that have to make that happen. Do you have any insight into that? And can ACB push on both parties? Thanks. Uh, short answer is no, Bob. <laughs> I, I have no uh, no information on that. Carl's going to say something in a minute. Uh, this has been discussed with Amazon, uh, but not recently. I, they are very much aware that it does not work. But it's interesting to me that HBO Max can't do it, and one of the other new um, streaming services. It, it, I, I guess it's maybe Peacock is going to come out with, without. Roku support. So there's some fundamental problem there, whether it's licensing fees or hardware or software, I don't know. But at the moment, I can't offer you any help. So this is Carl. It's my understanding, and I don't know the answer, but it might be a hardware issue. But what I wanted to say is Fred, I, Timothy, Judy, and Kim are all on the media 
committee for the audio description project. And based on what I've heard today, I think we should make this one of our goals to try to work with Roku because it is the number one selling streaming device, as Fred mentioned. So we will put this down as a priority to try to work with Roku to see if they can start passing through audio description. And Bob, this is Kim. And if you would make sure, I think Fred has your contact information, but if not, send him your contact information so we can stay in touch with you on this issue. Okay. Yes, I do have it. Great. Thank you. Kim, just to let you know, we have right now, we have 14 hands. So I just wanted to give you an idea. All right. Well, let's take another question. Abraham. So my question is about Disney Plus because Carl mentioned it. And I'm wondering, um, I have enabled audio description on the Disney Plus app. Um, in programs that I know that they exist, but for some reason, um, audio description is not working. Um, what is the best way to you, go you about said it? You said Disney, correct, Abraham? At Disney Plus, yeah. Okay. What think- device are you using? Sorry? What device are you using? I'm using an iPhone SE 2020. Um, okay, so what... Why don't we email? I will be happy to put an email on the audio description list or give it to Fred how to do it. You have to do a couple of things, but I'll be happy to send an email to Fred and then, or we'll put it on the audio description website how to access the audio description for Disney. It shouldn't be a problem. Well, so, I'll just, I don't have time to go through the details. Yeah, Carl, isn't, um, isn't Disney the service where you have to enable? audio description every time you you select a different show no once you do it once you're down from the top once you once once you do it the first time you're fine but it's tricky to do the first time okay just as a general comment and answer partial answer to this question every one of the listings of uh services for titles with ad disney plus hulu itunes Netflix, etc. on the ADB website has on that page where all of the audio described programs are listed, either the instructions for turning on audio description or a pointer to another page. The, the instructions for how to do it with Disney Plus are on that page itself. So if you go to the ADP website, look up titles with AD Disney Plus, you should find out how to do it there. If you Thank have you a problem, use the, use the webmaster link at the bottom of the page and we'll try to get you a solution. Good. All right. Another question. Yes. uh, Missy. Okay. So a couple of quick questions. The first one is for our um, second presenter regarding the CBS app. Um, You had said that you can enable audio description in app, but if you are like on the iPhone, if you already have the AD enabled under your devices settings, do you have to do anything special? And my second question, and then I'll jump off. My second uh, question is for Carl on YouTube TV. Uh, And that is if you live in a teeny tiny television market, like I do, where AD is not passed through the broadcast networks, can you still get AD on those broadcast networks through YouTube TV? Thanks. I can answer both. I will let Timothy answer that one. How's that? So for the first thing is that CBS app, you most of the time, if you do have this uh, preferred audio description enabled, it will also carry through on the CBS app 99% of the time. Sometimes you still have to switch over to the audio description track manually. And that may be a troublesome task to do sometimes because voiceover might be able to see the actual interface. In regards to YouTube TV, if your local affiliate does not pass through audio description, 
then if you're watching that same channel from the same affiliate on YouTube TV, then it will also not pass through audio description. However, if YouTube TV is using another affiliate that is more, you know, has a more greater market share, and they're using that to pass it through, and if they do pass all through audio description through, then you'll have it as well. All right. Um, the next question goes to Donna. Okay. So, um, two questions. Um, if you're cutting the cord and you want to see sports, what is your best option? And the other one, I have a Comcast platform right now. And when alerts come over my screen, um, it's not giving me verbal input. It's, um, it's putting large print, but no verbal input. And I need to know how to get to that verbal input. Okay. Carl, do you want to take the second part of that question? I'm going to let Fred answer the no sports question. No, absolutely. You got that one down. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. So um, I would suggest, first of all, that you contact accessibility at Comcast.com to ask them that. But if it is an emergency situation and you hear a, a, a tone and your SAP channel is turned on, they must be describing the scrolling information, but that's only if you hear a tone and there's not another way if the weather thing and the weathermen are reading what's on screen, then that's equivalent. But if it's an emergency and you hear a tone and your SAP channel is turned on, you should be hearing emergency notification three times in a row. If you're not hearing it, I would suggest you do two things. One, get in touch with Comcast. Two, let 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 ACB know, so that because they have a relationship with the FCC and they can pass your concerns along to the FCC. And thirdly, you might want to file a complaint with the FCC. Okay. And Fred, what about sports? Am I did not quite understand the question. Um, she wanted to know if if you um, cut the cord, then how do you get access to sports? And as a non-sports interested person, I'm afraid I cannot answer that question. <laughs> I can. The answer, the answer should be that you should be able to go to the app for every one of the uh, networks like ESPN and buy a subscription if it's not free. But that was my comment earlier that so many of them aren't offering it. But Carl, take it away. Mm-hmm. So you can get a ESPN for six dollars or six ninety five a month, but that only gets you the national sport. How do you get your local sport? Well, hopefully they will. Some of them will do over the air, and if not, you are in trouble. And that's why mm-hmm. cable still has a hold on many people because the people that are sport fans aren't giving those up. There are, however, if you're a baseball fan, you can buy MLB TV, but that's expensive. If you want to, if you're a basketball fan, you can buy NBA TV. You can buy NHL TV. They have packages that are dedicated to specific sport. Or I would suggest getting an app like TuneIn Radio, which plays all the national sports and all the local things, and that's only ten dollars. But that's audio only, and you know, ten dollars or five dollars a month. So that. There's no perfect solution. You're going to give up something. If you cut the cord, you are going to give up the full access. You have this board. You just have to figure out how to decide which one you want to follow and what you're willing to give up. Okay. All right. Our next question is from Danette, and um, we have 10 minutes left. Thank you. 
Okay. So my question would be, I did cut the cord. A couple years ago, I cut the cord to cable, and I do have a fire stick with the, on the remote. Okay, you told me where the, where the menu button is on that remote, so I think that I know, I think that I know how to do that one. But how can I get, like, what I do miss is the local news. I do have that thing that you stick on the window, but it, it faces the, my windows, I would have to face the south window, that the window in the bedroom, and there's no way the cord's gonna go that far. So how can I get lo- the local news? You need to, you're trying to get the local news via your existing fire stick connection, right? So what you need is something which is going to take the antenna signal and, and pass it to your television. And that's what the recast does, regardless of whether you want to use the DVR portion of it. And so you put the recast next to your window, connect it to the antenna, and then you it passes its signal to the fire stick, and it will just automatically be there. So when you say channel guide, you'll get the guide of all of the channels that the recast has found available. Or she could have just a regular broadcast TV and hook up the antenna directly to the TV and flip through the channels that way also. Yes, but then that would have nothing to do with the fire stick and wouldn't take any advantage of it. Am I correct? Correct. You are, you are absolutely correct, yes. The, the, you unless know, unless the, it was something like an Amazon Fire TV. True. And that may be an, the answer. I, I don't know the details of how the how it's integrated in there, uh, so you might be right. But I will say there's another company, and I don't remember what it is, that's recently come out with this, an integrated solution. Uh, I, don't think it, I don't think it supports audio description, but the point is everybody wants to get into exactly what you were saying there. Everything integrated into one interface. That's that's what we're trying to get to. The Amazon Fire Recast is the best one that I know that integrates everything and supports audio description. I, again, I'm not trying to push that solution. I'm just saying it's the only one that answers that particular question. Let me also say the Amazon Fire TV does a fairly decent job of that because you can get with your live channels you also it also runs apps so you have all the netflix and stuff and even on the remote there's dedicated buttons for prime video netflix and then you have two other buttons that you can assign to other services so it's it's not not too bad at integrating all those things that's very interesting and, and i'm happy to hear it but i think the original question was the tv was nowhere near the antenna and how does she get the antenna signal to the tv which is either a wiring question or the fire recast is going to do it for you okay let's take another question all right um doug you can go i have a quick question uh on your website is there any talk or discussion of decent antennas both indoor and outdoor then thank you it's a great presentation i don't go into any detail on antennas i will tell you there are a ton of these eight inch by eight inch window antennas and either black or white that are sold i've used one in a condo where the stations were quite some distance away and it was okay and it wasn't even in a window it was uh, it was placed in the interior of a third story condo 
Um, you know, I don't have a good solution for you. They do, if you're talking about an antenna that came from the 1980s, then no, that's not what you want because they well, do make them that are that are, work with HD signals, and, and that's what you definitely want. So if you got a really old antenna, which is what I had in this house, and I replaced the antenna in the attic, and it happened to have the wires already there going to two other places in the house, so that worked for me. It was there. Other than that, you're going to have to install one like that or buy um, one of these window antennas. And most of them come with an amplifier. I'm not going to give you great shakes on the amplifier, but an amplifier is better than nothing. Uh, uh, there are websites out there, though, that do do nothing but review antennas because I uh, that's how I chose my antenna. I went to a website, and I'm sorry, I don't know it. But, Fred, do we want to consider putting links to antenna websites or no? Why don't we talk about that offline, but I would like to mention that there is a website, and this is helpful information to you, that you put in your zip code, basically, in your location, and it looks up all of the TV networks, and it will give you the optimum direction to face your antenna. Good. Is that on the website, Fred? No, we're not in the antenna business, you know, I mean, in terms of the website, I'm not unwilling to to, to yeah. gather something. There may be, I've, I have a recollection of, of, of some sort of a link which discusses antennas or what you'd be able to receive at a given location. I'll look into that and mm-hmm. Carl and I can get together and see what's appropriate to, uh, yeah. to put there. Yeah, thank you for the suggestion, Doug. That's, that's interesting. Okay, another question? Okay, Melanie Brenson, you should be able to unmute yourself. Oh, hey, Melanie. Hello. Hi there. Thank you. Um, this has been great, but I have a question about the network apps. Do the various network apps um, give you the local channels based on where they think your device is telling them you are, or can you specify what location you want the local channels for? It's based on the location of where you are. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So that so it's where you physically are located with your device, correct? Correct. Timoth- okay. correct. Okay. I'm so glad we have Timothy on. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to take another question? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm, your area code is area code nine one nine. You should be unmuted. Yes, hi. Um I Signed it with satellite TV because the guy was able to give me a talking unit called Wally, which is very accessible for just satellite TV. But I really do want to cut the cord, and I believe it will work with Roku. You may correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I just wondered if anybody else had used it and if it does work with anything aside from this. Never heard of Wally, and I wouldn't use Roku for anything to do with AD. If you're looking for audio description, right now our findings are that that Roku is very unreliable for audio description. Although Charter uses Roku as a way to pass through their audio description. That's right. It's a cable service that's using it a little bit more successfully. But she's in North Carolina. And she's in North Carolina. So anything to add, Timothy, on that? That's an interesting question. No, unfortunately, we don't don't have the answer to that. Yeah. If you want to reach out and send a message to Fred, Fred Brack at acb.org, we can try F, to F Brack. F Brack, excuse me, F Brack at acb.org. 
All right. We'll try to take one more question. You've got two minutes. I got a couple minutes and then Mika has to give the closing uh, CEU code. Okay. Mary Haroyan. Hi, thank you. Great presentation. So um, I just wanted to confirm. So it sounds like Carl, from what you said, even let's say if I wanted Nesson to keep Nesson New England sports network, um, it's not going to be supported or I'm not going to be able to access it on any of these like on well, YouTube or well, anything? No, uh, uh, no nothing is available, I believe, on YouTube because what it is, it's locally. I would, I'll would, i double check and get back to you, Mary, because I have your email address. But I believe nothing is on YouTube TV because what it does is it, you get the YouTube package based on your location, and it knows I'm a New England person, so it gives me the sports package as part of the 80 channel. But I'll double check with you. And your YouTube subscription, right? That's part right, of it. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. But I'll double check, Mary. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you um, probably tomorrow on that one. Okay. Thanks, Carl. All right, Mika, how about the closing CEU code? And then I'll um, let our panelists close. Okay. The closing code is F as in Fred, 1C as in Cat, 8 4. Again, it's F as in Fred, 1C as in Cat. Eight four. Thank you, Mika. All right. Closing comments from our panelists. Start with Fred. Well, just that I try to report everything I can find out about audio description on the website and featuring uh, streaming services quite a bit. So if you're looking into streaming services or cutting the cord, go to the ADB website. That's ACB for American Council of the Blind, acb.org slash ADP, and then use the top at the top of every page is the same. Poke around, see what you can find. My email is accessed through the bottom. If you don't find it, let me know. Thanks, Fred. Judy? If you're looking for a solution, especially for your iPhone, I think that's where Channels really shines. Then, then Channels is cool. All right. Timothy? All the information about the ABC and CBS and the network apps are also found on the Audio Description Project website under the Streaming Services page. But also, if you require, you know, if the if accessibility isn't that great on any of the network apps, so I suggest as a consumer, you would email the networks and express more interest in having it more accessible and also pass through of audio description. The other thing is that also, if you want a cord cut without using any digital service, you'd always use antenna with a television, but that's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> All right, Carl? Uh, I don't really have too much to add to what Fred Judy and, and Tim said, because they all made excellent points, but I would just say that we are going to have to continue to advocate because this, this landscape is literally changing almost on a daily basis and not all the laws support the changes that we have. So we're going to have to continue to advocate and continue to push the, the rules and regulations to change with the technology. Thank you, Carl. And I would just echo that um, our advocacy is probably more important now than it has been because the the industry and the field is changing so quickly. And there's so many demands for growth in this area. Everybody's scrambling for a piece of the uh, the network pie, the the streaming pie. And we, we don't want to be left out and we don't want audio description to be left behind. So we're doing everything we can to make sure that audio, audio description stays in the forefront. So I would urge all of you to, to connect up with our audio description listserv. 
And you can sign up for that discussion list either on the ACB website directly, or you can go to the ADP website, acb.org forward slash ADP and sign up for our discussion list there as well. Or you can reach me anytime as one of the two co-chairs of the Audio Description Steering Committee, and that's Kim Charleston at acb.org. So it's all together, Kim Charleston at acb.org. All right, I want to thank my panelists and thank you all for your great questions and for coming to our session today. And, um, and stay informed and continue to help us advocate for more audio description. Thanks so much.